We all need a shot of encouragement to keep us going. A new beginning with Greg Laurie is sure to help in your journey of faith. Hear it twice daily. Details at vision.org.au. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Lyle Shelton is the Managing Director of the Australian Christian Lobby and he's joining me on the phone once again. Welcome, Lyle. Thank you very much, Tracy. Great to be with you again. Well, it's been a busy few weeks, as we know, and the Senate changes are due to take place uh, as of July, so uh, we might touch on that a little later. But let's talk about this situation with Miriam Ibrahim. We know that uh, the situation was not good for her. She was imprisoned. She was sentenced to death for apostasy. Uh, that death sentence got overturned on appeal, and she was released. That didn't last long, though, did it? No, that, that's right, uh, Tracy. She was. Um, she and her husband were uh, detained at the uh, the airport as they tried to leave the country. And uh, we understand from media reports that uh, she won't be allowed to leave the country. But the really good news is that uh, this death sentence has been uh, overturned and that she has been released from prison. And, and that's thanks to a, a global outcry. Um, literally uh, hundreds of thousands of people from all over the world signed electronic petitions, got involved uh, here in Australia. Uh, ACL was, was among the groups that uh, set up online campaigns. We uh, activated people to email the Sudanese ambassador to Australia, who actually resides in Jakarta, Indonesia. And we cc'd those emails to Julie Bishop, um, Australia's foreign minister. And uh, we know that those uh, emails, that activism made a difference within a couple of days of, of uh of Australian Christians uh, sending their emails through. Uh, we know that Julie Bishop responded and came out in the media uh, saying that uh, this sort of uh, intolerance and lack of religious freedom in Sudan um, you know, was, was not on, and, and um, she spoke out very strongly against it. So our work has made a difference, and I think people should be really encouraged that, um, that when we do speak up, uh, it does make a difference. Well, that's right, and this is just one of many cases, Lyle. I mean, we know that in countries like this, situations like this happen very frequently, particularly to Christians. Now, in this case, uh, Miriam, as we said, was detained when she tried to leave the country, uh, and she was held for a short period of time. And we understand now that she is at the embassy and she did seek refuge there and she is safe. But it does go to show, doesn't it, that we as Christians do need to be very active when it comes to standing up for the fate of persecuted believers. You're exactly right, Tracy, And that was one of the reasons why uh, we uh, in, in the ACL office, when we saw this, we thought we've, we've got to uh, get involved in this. We can't sit by and say nothing. And um, I think what this case has done, and the fact that Christians all over the world, not just here in Australia, uh, were so active, is it has shone a bright light on these apostasy laws that exist in so many countries in Africa and the Middle East, where even just uh, being a Christian can cause you to fall foul of draconian uh, Sharia law. And uh, I think what this has done is shown that, uh, that this sort of thing is, is fairly commonplace. And I hope it will, will make um, is Islamic governments around the world uh, just think about um, some of the uh, anti-freedom aspects of, of their laws and that this is just not, uh, not appropriate, not acceptable uh, in a world which does expect people to be able to be free to uh, exercise their conscience, free to uh, participate in the religion of their choice. And, um, and of course, uh, these laws mitigate against that and, of course, are quite um, draconian on Christians. That's, that's why we need to continue to show solidarity 
for our fellow believers in other countries. And now uh, this has been a great exercise in doing that and has, and has shone a light, I think, uh, on this very, very deep problem. It wasn't just the government, though, and it wasn't just the apostasy laws, was it? It was members of her own family that wanted to see this enforced. Yes, that's right. And, and uh, this is, you know, sadly, the um, deceit uh, and, and, and the problem with uh, some of this extreme Islam, where, where even family members are prepared to see a loved one um, be put to death uh, because of, um, of this extreme Sharia uh, law. And, um, I, you know, it, it all sounds very extreme, and it is, but uh, the sad reality is that uh, these laws exist in places like uh, Pakistan and, uh, and Sudan and uh, parts of the Middle East. And, um, you know, it, it is only through global action that we can... We can um, I guess, shame and embarrass these governments into pulling back from these laws. You know, it was great to see everyone from um, David Cameron, the UK Prime Minister, John Kerry, the US Secretary of State, and of course, our own Julie Bishop uh, weighing into this, uh, as well as um, hundreds of thousands of grassroots people all over the world signing electronic petitions and sending emails. This activism really does work. And we have a great freedom here in Australia because we live under uh, our Commonwealth law, which is the Westminster system, which is not aligned with Sharia law, thankfully, and we need to be mindful of keeping it that way, don't we? We need to be very vigilant, Tracy. Um, the freedoms that we take for granted are under pressure and um, we need to be on our guard uh, constantly and, and, and not take them for granted. All right, Lyle. Now, just briefly, as we mentioned, uh, the new Senate, it's due to uh, begin. It will be, will be colourful, won't it? Clive Palmer's certainly been making his voice heard in, in, in the last few days. Yes, it, it's going to be very interesting, uh, Tracy, as we see the new Senate take up their positions from uh, uh, the uh, first sitting in July, which is uh, next week. Uh, but um, we, we've seen you know, a number of really good people retiring over the last week or so, um, a number of uh, Labor senators who have been uh, champions for uh, the values that we support, uh, people like uh, Senator John Hogg and Ursula Stevens and Mark Ferner, Don Farrell uh, and others uh, have, have finished their terms in the Senate from Labor. And it's sad to see those people go. Uh, but uh, these are people who have stood up uh, for marriage between a man and a woman, stood up for the uh, human rights of the unborn. Uh, and uh, now we've got a, a new Senate coming in with uh, a very large crossbench in terms of um, uh, three Palmer United senators, one um, motorist enthusiast, uh, Bob Day from Family First. Uh, so uh, it's going to be... Uh, oh, and, um, and David uh, uh, Leyenhelm from the uh, uh, Libertarian Liberty and Democracy Party in New South Wales. So it's going to be a very interesting mix, Tracy, um, and already... We're seeing um, Clive Palmer flex his muscles in terms of um, trying to uh, uh, have influence. Uh, we've seen that with his stunt with Al Gore and the uh, carbon tax last week. Yes, and I think uh, only time will tell. We'll have to see how the government uh, treats the new senators and just what will take place from here. And we will certainly cover that in coming weeks. Lyle Shelton from the Australian Christian Lobby, thanks again for your time. Pleasure, Tracy. Thanks a lot. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.